0: So this goes along with our discussion about the shepherds. Now the shepherds, as we looked at them for our children's program, uh, they put their faith to the test. They put the promise of God through the angels to the test. What they did is they heard the message. They heard the promise. They heard the revelation of God. And they said, let's check it out. And after they checked it out, then they could tell other people what they had seen. Then they could also rejoice in what they had seen. And so I want you to be able to do that same thing. Oftentimes we talk about sharing our faith. Oftentimes we'll talk about, well, we should be rejoicing about these things. But if we're not actually living out the word of God, what do we have to share? If we're not living out our faith, what do we have to share? So, James tells us in James 2, verse 18, but someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. So, oftentimes, this passage is kind of looked at askew because people say, Well, that might make us legalists. You're telling me that I have to do this or I have to do that. But that's not the way to take this passage at all. The way to take this passage is to say, all right, what does my lifestyle, my works, my actions, my deeds, the things that I do in this world, what do they tell me about my faith? I will show you my faith by my works. I will show you my faith by my lifestyle. I will show you what I believe by how I live. Because the way that you live actually reveals what you believe. We always live according to our beliefs. We don't always live according to our creed or our confession, but that's because there's a disjoint there and that's not good. And so if I'm saying that I believe something and then I don't live it out, that's actually a demonstration that I don't believe that thing. So James is here telling us, I will show you my faith by my works. Show you what I believe by how I live. And that's what we are called to do, too. That's what the shepherd did. Let's go check this out. If you're a Christian, if you know the Word of God at all, if you know the promises of God at all, you have something that you can live out. Because the promises of God are really revelations of how God works, what God does, how he interacts with this world. And so when God tells us that if we come to him in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, that he will hear us and he will answer, we then can take that to the bank because that is the promise of God. It's not that it is working, it's that he is working. This is who God is. This is, he is the God who answers prayer. He is the God who provides all things. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. That's what God says. I will fill it. Come to him and he will provide. Well, I asked God for a million dollars and he didn't give it to me. You know why? Because God is also wiser than you are. And he knows that it would not be good for you to have that million dollars. And so we can ask for whatever we want. And we can expect an answer. But we can expect the answer of a father. Because God is also a father to us. And as we expect the answer of a father, we need to expect yeses and nos and not yets. So sometimes God says, yes, I will do that and I will do it right now. And he will answer that prayer immediately. I can't tell you how many times God has done that for me. How he has answered a prayer immediately. Pray that I would find my keys. Pray that I would find my wallet. You know, silly things like that. But then also pray that God would open a open an opportunity in traffic, that he would, other times when I've been talking to someone, that he would show me what I need to say. And a thought will come to mind and I'll say that thought and that'll be the thing that somebody needed to hear. That as I'm writing something, that God would grant me the words. And as I ponder what I would be, what I should be writing, God will grant the words. Oftentimes he'll work immediately I've prayed for healing for people. And I've never had them healed right there before my eyes. But I have had people healed over time. I've seen miraculous healings. God does this. This is how God works. This is the sort of God that we have. Because he answers in his way. Because he is also wise. But he tells us he will answer. I'll show you my faith by my works. How are you living? Are you living according to this way? Are you giving, knowing that God is the one who's given to you? Are you giving, knowing that that he who sows sparingly also reaps sparingly? Are you interacting with people according to what God wants of them or according to what you can get out of them? Are you trusting that God is the one who provides for you? Are you trusting you or your job or something of that sort to provide for you? Are you looking to your government? For safety? Or are you trusting in God to protect you? Who are you looking to? Who are you relying on physically, emotionally, mentally? Who are you looking to for wisdom and guidance in this world? Those are your works. What do they tell you and the rest of the world about your faith? Because if you organize your life, if you order your life according to the promises of God... You will see the glory of God at work in this world. You will see how God moves. You will see what God does. You will see the sort of God that we actually have. Come, let us check this thing out. Like the shepherd said, may we say that same thing. Let's check it out. I will show you my faith by my works. I will show you what I believe. As I live it out. Because as I live it out, you will then also see God. And that's the promise that we have. And that's the hope that we have. And that's the God that we serve. You can live out your faith. Absolutely. And you'll never have to worry about God failing you. Because who is God that he should lie? That he should fail? He is God. There's nothing in this world bigger than him. Well, but I don't always get my way. Well, but your way isn't always what's good. Solomon says that there's a way that seems right to a man, but in its end it leads to death. So just because I'm not getting my way, that's a good reason for me to rejoice. Thank you, God, that you did not give me my way. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Do you practice that? Do you live that out? Rejoice in all circumstances. Do you practice that? Do you live that out? You say, well, I don't, I don't know what promises I should be living out. I don't know what commands I should be organizing my life according to. What should I do now, Joe? All right, step number one. Ask. Lord, just tell him, Lord, I don't know what to live out. What would you have me live out? What promise would you have me live out? And then open his word. Start in Matthew and read it. What is Jesus saying here? Who is he? What are his commands? What are his teachings? What are his promises? Lord, what would you have me live out? And then start ordering your life, your actions, your emotions, your thoughts, according to what God says. Live it out and you will see your faith made real in this world. I will show you my faith. I will show you the truth of it, the reality of it, by the way that I live, by my works. So as New Year's comes to us, vow to live out your faith. This isn't a thing of legalism. This is a thing of reality. May God bless you as you seek to live out his promises and see who he really is. Amen.